When most people start running, it's to lose weight or get in better shape or to just try to be a little healthier. That's certainly why I started. It's not about how fast or how far you can go in the beginning. It's more of a simple means to an end. After all, running really isn't all that complicated. Just put on a pair of shoes, wear something comfortable, and head out the door. It takes a while for running not to feel terrible for most people. I hated it for probably close to a year, (laughs) but once you're at a point where running for 20 to 30 minutes isn't a big deal anymore, things start to get a lot more enjoyable. And for some runners, this is their sweet spot. My dad was like this when I was growing up. He ran because it was good for him. He never had any aspirations to make his running be anything more than that. He kept a paper calendar on the wall of our kitchen, and he would dutifully record his three-mile run every other day on that calendar before he showered and had breakfast. But other runners need something more. Working towards a goal can make the work more exciting and keep you motivated to keep improving. Getting better at something that is inherently difficult is not for everyone, but runners are a special breed. So how do you transform yourself from a casual runner into an endurance athlete? How do you go from a basic level of running fitness into someone who competes in endurance events for fun? Welcome to The Planet Runner. I'm your host, Coach Claire Bartholik. On this episode of The Planted Runner Podcast, I'll tell you how. I'm going to go over the most important aspects of what you'll need to know when you're taking your running up another level. These are some of the things that I coach my athletes of all abilities to do, and they are the things I wish I knew when I started getting more serious about running well. This should be very helpful if you've just fallen in love with running, but experienced runners might just pick up a tip or two as well to help you break through a plateau or simply get a fresh perspective. Now, this is the point where most podcasts put their first ad. I'm planning on keeping the Planet Runner ad-free for as long as possible to see if this model can work. Even better, I'm going to be sending out some freebies to the first 100 people who review the show on iTunes and Spotify. I'll explain more details at the end of the show or go ahead and check out the show notes now. The first thing I recommend often comes very easily, and that's picking a goal. Maybe it's a 5K or a half marathon, or maybe you jump way ahead and you've decided that you want to run a marathon. Whatever your goal is, it should be exciting and interesting and something that just makes you smile when you think about it. Now, some might say that you shouldn't dream too big. You should pick reasonable goals, not huge goals that you have no business dreaming about at first. I see their point and I don't 100% disagree, but I love big goals. I love dreaming big and then figuring out what it takes to get there. Because no goal is really too big if you can reverse engineer how to get there from where you are right now. You might not actually reach that big goal in the time frame you want, but that shouldn't stop you from setting your sights high. Step two, therefore, is actually doing that reverse engineering to make the plan that's going to take you there. You can read a running book, buy a plan online, hire a coach, listening to running podcasts like this one, whatever it takes to craft the plan that will get you to where you want to be. Because 
As simple as running is, training for a race is not quite so simple. Not having a solid plan in place is not going to work because endurance building doesn't just happen when you feel like running. You're gonna have to run when you really don't feel like it. You're gonna have to run paces that feel too slow or feel too fast. There are gonna be runs that you don't like, runs that you love, and many, many, many runs that are just bleh. (laughs) A good plan will take you out of your comfort zone just enough to make small, consistent changes in your fitness, but not so much that you can't continue again tomorrow. It will include rest days and gentle running days. It will include speed days and long runs. And it will also include all the non-running things you'll need to do to support your running, like strength training, mobility, and drills. It will also teach you what you need to eat and drink to fuel like an athlete. And if you're really lucky, your plan will also help you with the mental challenges that will most certainly come your way. Now, there are a lot of details to your running plan that I plan to go into throughout the life of this podcast and that I cover on theplanetrunner.com. And certainly my methods of training endurance runners are not the only ways to train, but there are some fundamentals that are relatively universal, which all need to be adapted to you as the unique individual that you are. Once you've got your way mapped out, you'll want to do your best to be consistent, yet not perfect. Yes, I'm telling you that it's critical to have a plan, but it's not critical to follow it perfectly. The idea of perfection is an illusion anyway, but let's say you could actually follow a 12 to 14 week training plan perfectly every single day. That means you never miss a run, you never get sick, you're injured, you do all the strength, mobility, rest, and more. You hit every pace just where you should every single time. This is pretty much impossible to do, but let's just say that you can. What this means is that you are probably making huge sacrifices in other areas of your life to never miss a single day. It could also mean that you are ignoring your body's signals and running only because the schedule says to, not because you really should be. A plan should be your guide, not your leash. And by the way, if you're hitting all your paces perfectly every single day, that can mean that you've set the bar too low and you need a bigger challenge. So have a great plan, but be flexible and adapt. I'm the type of person that prefers relying on good habits, not motivation or inspiration. I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted a simple, all-in-one routine that checked all the boxes. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've felt more energized. Not only does AG1 deliver my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre- and probiotics, and more, it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. It's just one scoop mixed in water, once a day, every day. As a plant-based athlete, AG1 covers my base with high-quality ingredients with adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food-sourced nutrients. If you want to take ownership of your health this year, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash plantedrunner. That's drinkag1.com slash plantedrunner. Check it out. If you run, you're a runner. If you train, you're an athlete. 
It doesn't matter what you look like or how old you are. Training involves much more than just doing the sport you love. This is what separates the casual runner from the endurance athlete. It doesn't mean that you need to suddenly get super serious and neurotic about everything running, but you will need to develop a passion for training to get through the times when you'd rather hit the snooze button. One way to fire up your passion is to create mini goals that you can reach to get a shot of accomplishment. If your dream goal is a marathon, try training for a 5K first and see how you like it. If this is really for you, the smaller race will get you even more inspired. Creating mini goals also helps you break up big goals into manageable pieces. If your goal is to run a 100 miler, that will take a lot of training without a lot of reward for a very long time. So get your accomplishment fix by scheduling shorter races into your buildup. This works for everyone, whether you are brand new to racing or a multi-year veteran. Your mini goals don't have to be races if that's just not your thing. You could set mileage goals, speed goals, vertical gain goals, or just running around your block without stopping. The list can go on and on and is only limited by your imagination. Once you've got a few mini goals in mind, you'll want to zoom in even more. Create micro goals. What are the things that you need to do each day in order to reach those goals? You know they say an elephant is eaten one bite at a time, so get out a piece of paper and write down exactly what those bites are for you. In my years of podcasting, I have asked hundreds of guests from Olympians to scientists what they would tell themselves if they could go back to when they first started running. The overwhelming answer is to slow down and enjoy the process. Most of them quite literally meant slow down the paces since running too fast, especially on easy days, is the fastest way to ruin your training. But we also want to slow down and enjoy the process. Races can be amazing, and they're wonderful guiding lights in the distance. But they are brief moments in your life when compared to your training overall. You are not going to enjoy every second of becoming an endurance athlete, but you should overall enjoy the process. As I reflect on what I can share to help you from my own running experience and from the hundreds of athletes that I've coached, here are 12 things that stand out to me. This list is by no means complete or exhaustive, but my hope is to help shed some light on what this journey can be like. Here goes in no particular order. You don't have to like it at first or all the time. There will be a lot of eh, days. <laughs> you don't have to do everything right, especially at first. Just go out there and do it. Being okay a lot of the time is better than being awesome occasionally. We're all in a rush to have massive change, yet the best way to have real progress is small, consistent steps over time. You'll feel really good when you stop. <laughs> Running alone helps you process the things in your brain. Running with others helps you feel connected and valued. There is always someone faster than you and always someone you are faster than. Even if you are dead last, you are faster than those who aren't running. You will be humbled by the work, the setbacks, and not meeting your own expectations. You will build confidence by the achievements, 
which are made more meaningful from the work and the setbacks that got you there. And finally, challenges that were once unimaginable become part of your daily routine. Did you notice that none of those involved losing weight or getting in better shape or getting healthier? Yes, those things might happen as well, but they start to become nice side effects, not the main purpose. I'm trying to take my own advice with this podcast. Even though I've got lots of experience at this by now, this show is 100% mine and I want it to be perfect. I want it to transform lives and build up each and every runner that listens. But it's not perfect and it never will be, but I'm showing up anyway. My plan is to be consistent and create value for you in every show. My mantra for this year has been coach in everything that I do. So I am giving away everything, every Instagram post, every blog post. And now every episode of The Planted Runner is inspired by you and how I can help you run your best. One of the critical pieces of performing your best at anything in life is the mental side. I am fascinated with mental strength techniques that actually work, and I've developed mental strength workouts for all of my athletes. So what I'd like to do here on the Planted Runner podcast is to share one quick tip that you can use to strengthen your mind every episode. Some of them will be classics that you're probably already using, and others will be something you've never tried before. And just to make things more fun, I'm going to give myself just a minute at the end of each show to explain it. I hope you like it, and you can use these techniques to build up your mental muscle. And now it's time for the Mental Strength Minute. Fortify your mind in 60 seconds or less. The first place I start with every athlete is, what are you trying to do with your training? Usually the response is a goal time in a goal race, a result they've never achieved before. While results goals can be incredibly motivating, they can be equally devastating if you don't achieve them. So while I'd never tell you to give up on those results goals, you should put them aside almost as soon as you've made them. A far more productive mindset is to focus on the steps that are most likely gonna get you there or the process goals. Some examples of process goals are not skipping your strength training, having grace with yourself when you don't do what you've hoped, or following your fueling plan on race day. Or how about slowing down your easy runs to get true recovery, eating carbs and protein after your runs, and prioritizing sleep. I challenge you to make a list of at least five process goals that are necessary to get you to the results that you want so much, because no matter what we do, we're not entitled to get the results, but we can control the process. Thank you so much for listening to the very first Planet Runner podcast. I plan to keep these episodes ad-free for as long as I can, and I need your help getting the word out. Please take a moment to leave a review on iTunes and Spotify and let the world know what you think. To give you an extra incentive, I will gift the first 100 reviewers some free hydration goodies. All you have to do is send me a screenshot of your review and email me your mailing address at claire at theplantedrunner.com. C-L-A-I-R-E at theplantedrunner.com. And I will personally mail you a thank you gift. 
I'm only able to offer this to U.S. addresses, but I certainly will be grateful for reviews from anywhere in the world. As always, have a great run today. Sports stars. They're like superheroes. But they're actually real. Which is why we've made a podcast about them. You see... They've all got a story. But too many of these stories were cut short. Colby Bryant. Payne Stewart. Flo jo, Phil Hughes. Justin Fashionew. We're writing episodes about all of them. And sadly, many more. Death of a Sports Star. A new series from Crowd Network.